that threatened to steal my very senses. The energy to let my eyes examine his gave the image of a man slowly sizing him up. At least I hoped that it did. Dr. Benjamin Stoll was bald, completely, and so pale that I figured him to burn up as I watched him. He was dressed in a full gray suit, complete with jacket. He had thin wire-framed glasses and a thick mustache that put my beard to shame. It took my sunbathed brain a minute or two to comprehend, but he wasn't sweating, and he wasn't even red. I'm most likely the most traveled man to ever graduate from that cursed school, and would normally take the time to place his clothing, his dialect, and even his lineage based on physical characteristics. In this instance, there was no need. Miskatonic sent you? You mean the Department of Archaeology sent you? Why send us Shoggoth when the sun would have done the job for you? The man-shaped monster smiled. While consuming your essence would satisfy me beyond your comprehension, I have been compelled, via the means at Miskatonic's disposal, to invite you to Miskatonic for a discussion. Sending myself is meant to be an indication toward the urgency of the request. He kept smiling as if he forgot how to stop, and reached out and over my head. I hadn't seen a blade, and he obviously hadn't exerted himself. It was a Shoggoth displaying his inhuman characteristics to a man in no place to do that which came normally to him. I've made it my occupation to kill the soul-sucking Shoggoths and all of their ilk from the Necronomicon. Being aided by one disgusts me, but a slight smile found my burned and tired face as I knew that the Earth's sun wasn't healthy for a Shoggoth, and as a matter of fact, Dr. Stoll probably felt as burned up as I did. On top of all my deep-seated hate for his kind, Dr. Stoll had also been sent by that damned school to collect me, as if I would ever be in their employ. I no sooner hit the ground than I raised my weakened hands and shouted in a harsh voice, Cathogon, Fakthagnik! It was mostly a bunch of crossed consonants with a vowel or two mixed together. It sounded like a phlegmy barking cough, and this was only made more cough-like by my sun-baked voice. These were words, though. Ancient and all-powerful words that came directly from the book of the Necronomicon, and, as with all knowledge gained from that book, it had come to serve me well over the years. Darkness leapt from my hands and engulfed the Shoggoth, and all about his body came a stiffening and a final shudder as the Shoggoth found that it could no longer move. The effort sapped the last of my strength, and I collapsed to the baked earth, unable to even lift my head. Shoggoths, as with every monster and beastie in the Necronomicon, didn't need mouths to talk, and this one was chattier than my beloved sister. Release me. You will not be able to leave this desert in your current condition. I have been compelled and am incapable of killing you. You will be safe with me. Of course the monster was right. We were hundreds of miles from civilization, and the magics of the Shoggoth could get me anywhere safer than here. But my hate for the evils that prey on mankind, no matter how domesticated, knew no bounds. From my prone position, I squeezed my fist, tightening my magical grip on the beast. This last effort drained me even further, 
and I dropped my head to the sand. Without looking, I could feel my spell snap as the Shoggoth broke my ever-weakening grasp. In the matter of an instant, I was at eye level with the monster, but I was not upright. A slimy shadow had tentacled out of the monster's human abdomen and spiraled around my body, holding me upside down. You are food, and somewhere in the long line of your being food, you and your people have forgotten your place. You are known to us, Dr. Andrew Doran. We call you the Klingthorpe. It has no equivalent in your mind, but the closest I can come to a translation would be the cockroach that bites. You are insects to us, and you, Dr. Doran, above all of the other cockroaches, are in dire need of a lesson. During this intrusion into my mind, he began absorbing my soul through his contact with me. He couldn't kill me, as he said previously, but it didn't stop him from taking